Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yes! <laughs> Are you an Arrow fan? Then I think you're in the right spot. Hey, welcome to AfterBuzz TV's Arrow After Show. Now, if this is your first time watching, welcome. And if you are a returning fan from last season, it is so good to see you because it's been so long. Welcome. I'm Allie Kona Bradford, and if you'll notice, joining next to me are two brand new faces. So I'm going to turn it over to you guys and let you introduce yourself. My name's Katie Cullen. Hello, everyone. I've been an Arrow fan since the first season, and I am so thrilled to be on the panel this season. And I'm Steve Kaufman. I watched the first two seasons of Arrow over a weekend. I okay, that wow. Much. Okay, discovered so you're, you're, it immediately. You're, oh, Dang, you're, okay, so you've made it into the club. You've I've officially made it into the club. It quickly. <laughs> so for any Kelly or Yale fans, have no fear. They will return next week. They just got other stuff going on this week. So let's start our show. It's a highly anticipated season three. I don't know about you guys, but I was... Oh yearning to get to this episode. And I don't think the CW let us down at all. Oh, no. oh my gosh, no. Big show. But the first thing I want to talk about is Roy because I feel like where we left off and where we picked up, I don't know if a time span happened or what, but all of a sudden... Five months, dude, I believe. Yeah. Five, How? Months. Five months. Okay, here's my thing. You know, and I get it that we've evolved, but he's already got the mask, he's already got the outfit, he's got the arrows, he knows how to shoot the arrows. Mm. And he skipped the phase of having to wear eyeshadow. Like, I'm a little confused. Well, he already was learning archery mm. last season. He already had the mask last season. Ollie had it made for him. And five months, if you're highly motivated, you can accomplish a lot. And Thea's missing, so he That's is true. Yeah. highly motivated. He's, it sounds like he's not to, not up to much else. He's just... Focus. Red, red arrow? You know what, though? Can he be the red arrow? Here's I, the thing. I think he'd be arsenal first. Red That's, arrow is something that happens a little later. Fair enough. We've passed speedy completely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Okay, and this is just me, because last season we talked about it on the after show. We made a lot of fun. Sorry, Stephen Amell, but we made fun of your green eyeshadow. And so oh, I glorious. feel like... Well, here's huh. the thing. This is a process I think should happen. This, I think that Roy should start off with red eyeshadow, too. And I think that he should have to graduate to the mask and earn the mask. Well, but that's well, just me. Honestly, you've already got someone doing the eyeshadow and the voice. Huh. And when this you see true. Batman do it, and when you see another guy do it, you go, mm -mm -mm -mm. not for me. Too that much? Is not a, a bit too, okay, much. too much? Too many that's people. I mean, I got my, I got my green cool. eyeshadow on tonight. You know, I'm themed out. But anyways, um, going back into the show, though, um, another thing that I noticed that was a big thing or theme for me was Diggle constantly getting left out. Yeah. Now, good reasoning, but did you guys agree with the direction that 
Oliver was choosing to do so. I feel like Oliver has a really bad habit of not learning from his mistakes because this is not the first time he's done the, you sit out, you're delicate. You sit mm. out, don't do this right now. You sit out, I don't need a partner. And every single time it's come back to bite him in the butt, except for this time. This time they validate the same mistake that he's been making over and over and over again. And it kind of drives me crazy when someone pulls a Karma Houdini like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I'm I'm waiting for Diggle's absence to be a huge problem for him later yeah. on. As it should be, because Diggle's a huge part of this team. Oh yeah, well, yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't even a slow progression. It was just a cut and dry. Like, yeah, no, stay back. It's and been, then bye. Yeah, yeah, but then on top of that, just to put salt in the wound a little bit more, Roy, you come with me, Diggle. You can stay in the office. And Roy's my partner. Yeah, thank you. Excuse me. Hello. And I love that Diggle gave him free reading. He's like, excuse me, here you go. Um, Who saved your ass how many times? Please. (laughs) I liked his argument. Keep the tally marks on the wall over here. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how I'll feel about the show if, I mean, uh, towards the end, obviously, Diggle says, hey, you know what? You were right. You were actually right when I saw her face. My life changed. Blasey, 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 as it does when you have a child. But... Where is that going to take the show as far as is Diggle going to find balance between being on the streets, if you will? Or is he now just an office chump, if you will? Lack of better words. I don't think he's going to stay in the office for very long. I think, especially given what uh, happened at the end of the episode Mm -hmm. and given the casting spoilers that we have, they're going to need all hands on deck. So I don't think he'll be down for long. And I think that while he is out, we're going to have massive problems. Yes. Well, I think this team's going to have a lot to handle I from, feel like, from this point on. Yeah. I feel like, you know, picking back off of something that you'd mentioned as far as Oliver making mistakes and either not learning from them, or I feel like he's an extremist sometimes, he's and especially dumb. with love. <laughs> and I'm going to skip ahead because everybody out there who's watched the show before they know I am Team Elicity, hashtag all the way, all day, every yeah. day. Mm. And so, you know... He finally go, you know, Diggle, Diggle's always the voice of reason, right? And he tells him, dude, like, it's your time. You can have what I have. And she's right in front of you. And even Sarah had made a reference about mm-hmm. loving somebody without a mask, yeah. you know? And so every time it seems like he gets a little boo-boo and something bad happens, all of a sudden he completely backs away and he's like, nope, can't have this life. I'm going to cut myself off. And it's like, he's not only punishing himself, but indirectly punishing the other person that he's involved with. Oh, yeah. Hmm. He doesn't understand how to balance yet. Diggle has figured out how to be in the service, how to have a career fighting people and still be able to balance romance and whatnot on the side. Oliver hasn't tried and he's he's doing that thing where he's doing something that requires a lot of practice and he fails at it and immediately goes I failed I'm done I can't do it yeah. no well, no yeah, no, I mean, no can't do it yeah well no it's like up. when he finally gets to go on the date which we'll talk about don't worry we will talk about <laughs> oh, that date yeah. but when he finally does go on the date and the whole bomb happens the first thing he just defaults to is I wasn't focused it's cuz I wasn't focused it's cuz I was actually you know having a life and exploring that side of me because you were you were acting like crime rates plummeted and you might be able to live two lives. Right. Like, right. Up until that RPG, he was actually within his right to be like, no, I think things are like I I have to do this minimally. Yeah. Let me ask you then, since you bring that up though, I thought it was a really, really cool twist the way the writers had, 
you know, vertigo obviously causes your biggest fear to come out. Mm-hmm. And when it turned into Oliver, because, you know, I saw all the spoilers and I saw Arrow versus Oliver and I didn't know how they were going to pull that off. Yeah. But as soon as it uh-huh. happened, I was like, yeah, so smart. But what did you feel about that as far as the him on him crime, I, if you will? I thought that was awesome. I also thought it was a good nod to the fact that he sees himself not as the Arrow, as a bit of a problem that on the island and now in Hong Kong and where this five-year adventure he took Mm -hmm. created the arrow, created this person that he's actually very comfortable with, this selfless, selfless, loveless person that that went a whole season just killing people. Right, right. That he's afraid of being anything else, including himself. Well, you know, they mentioned back in Hong Kong, great line. Yes. Um, The gentleman, and I'm sorry, I did not catch his name. I know his wife's name. I didn't catch Tatsu's husband. I don't think they gave her a name. I don't think they gave a name. But I like that he had said a man cannot lead two two lives. Two names. Or two names. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, very cool. And very cool twist on Amanda Waller's behalf. You know, we see these flashbacks. It's different because, you know, he's progressed from the island. Um, I'm hoping to see Manu Bennett in the future. Hmm. You know, I, I mean... Don't like the character, but I love the actor. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, you know, she took that big twist as far as, and very smart, I'm going to beat, constantly beat you down, and obviously a beating doesn't work, so family. Okay. Yeah. And when the guy came out with the bowl of soup or rice or whatever, I don't know, I was like, oh, I see what you're doing. Very this is not going to end well for anyone involved. No. It's really not. It just won't. But you know what I had read is that his wife Tatsu is actually going to be his new tutor, if you will. Hmm. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Because behind every strong man is a strong woman. Well, yeah. I'm just wondering why there's a Japanese couple living in China. China? Hey, it can happen. Well, yes. Don't discriminate. <laughs> yes, but did they go there because of his job? Does uh, Argent have station there? Why is he there, aside from plot convenience? He, I mean, either he's there because Amanda Waller has hired him to be there, or or he's an affiliate of another company that maybe she's just traveled there, but I'm going to assume he's part of whatever she's part of, which is Argus. Argus. Argus, yeah. 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 Did I say It's Argus. Yeah. Especially given his hand-to-hand combat, that he's probably involved in some way. Yeah. I'm wondering, though, if in the future maybe something will happen where he passes away or um, some some things had led to the fact that, you know, we see her in the past, but quite possibly she might as well be in the future. Which mm, is, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's people coming right and left into this show. What do you guys think of the new version of Vertigo? It's the Scarecrow. <laughs> it, yes. It's the Scarecrow. I mean, it's different enough. It's wonderful. It's wonderful that it's your own worst fear, so that yeah. thematically and cinematically that makes it amazing. Right. I do like that they've just completely thrown the no special powers that can all be explained rule straight out the window, because we probably wouldn't have had this kind of vertigo without that. You kind of need to bend the rules of reality for a drug, a chemical right. compound, right. to be able to pick something to do psychology. Right. And pick your worst fear out. Right, right. I was actually surprised that the gentleman playing him, off the top of my head, I don't have his name, but I will. That guy. That guy from Prison Break. I Great casting, by I'll the way. But I, I've got his Stormware is his last name, I think. Anyway, either way, I was really... Great name. Yeah. I was <sighs> really surprised that he was coming gone so quickly. I thought he was going to last a little bit longer, but apparently staying with the whole Arrow thing, a lot of times villains come and go each episode, but then occasionally you get one that lasts 
throughout at least a few episodes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, very well, surprised that he was villain. gone. Um, Peter Stormare is the actor's name. Thank you. Thank you. Hey. See, engineer's on it. What good am booth I with guy. my laptop? Thank you, booth guy. Oh, that's so <laughs> messed up. So messed what? up. <laughs> just the booth guy. He's got demoted. No name. Necessary. I don't need a name. Yeah. He, he's new. an engineer. He went to engineering school. Is that that's enough? Became he's an intelligent and he's super smart and runs our cameras. That's why we have a show. Okay. So anyway, going back to this gentleman who was hunting down uh, Arrow. Ooh, excuse me, Arrow, and he's got the bombs going on everywhere. I want to go back to the bomb that was the date. So leading up to because you know, I literally guess and metaphorically, yeah, yeah. Wow. So no, I thought it was very sweet. The whole interaction between him. For a moment there, you know, obviously he took it back, but what a screwed up way to take it back. Either way, mm-hmm. I just rewinding. some of the setup. Do you like Italian? People like Italian, right? Everyone <laughs> yeah. likes Italian. That's a thing, right? <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Yeah. dude? How long has it been since you've taken someone on a date that wasn't a, a one-night stand? A very long time, apparently. Yeah. I liked his lineup, too. Something he'd mentioned about all his exes to Diggle. He's like, well, my last ex was this, and the other mm-hmm. one is now a member. League of Assassins, yeah, and then shot my other ex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and you're like, wow. You sure know how to pick them, dude. Just, Sucks pick you. a normal one. Right. Just, Felicity's just like oh, Felicity is yeah. badass normal oh, I adore absolutely. her absolutely and I am so mad we decided he's going by Roy Prom- Prom- Palmer I can talk tonight yes because um, we thought it was Ray and then Roy and I thought it was no, weird Ray it's Ray it's Ray, okay, it's, Ray. Okay. it's the Adam Wikipedia it's the Adam yeah okay, okay. Uh, first of all ironic that we have another former superhero now on the show, formerly Superman, now playing the opposite and going to be the next up-and-coming villain. Sneaky, sneaky. Oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm not going to use curse words. I'm just saying he's I, sneaky. That's all I'm going to say. He does, Brandon Bruce Is does a great job here. Is he supposed to be the villain? Yeah. Eventually, yes. In the, in, the, in the essence of he's taking the company from Oliver. Ah, Although Oliver did decide at the very end of the episode that maybe that's the selfish, excuse me, selfish version of him and that he doesn't necessarily need to run a company because really, when do you have time to run a company and be the arrow and save the city? Mm. We've already well, proven he can't multitask. That, before right. that RPG, I think he could have. Yeah. Like that RPG was like, oh, there's still villains that require more... But you know, I'm gonna have to go with you. I'm gonna have to go with you on that. You can't even balance a date and saving the city, nonetheless trying to save a company to save the city. Well, and I think we've kind of wound up in a sort of Batman situation here. You've gotten so used to having this caped crusader around that the villains are also used to it, and they're going to be hunting him down because he's the guy in the way. We take him out. He's created a power balance in the city, and he cannot walk away from it. Right. Not without very dire consequences, because that's a power vacuum, and that's villains taking over. Right, right. So... Do you think now, because we saw the speech as far as Oliver's speech versus Ray's speech, and I'm assuming he's now going to be taking the company? I don't I'm know if sure. they were pitching basically I'm pretty to see sure they're going to go with his pitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. No, he, he razzle-dazzled them. We're taking it into the future, well, and we're and saving the city, and Phoenix Star metaphor. City. Yeah. Well, and then you have the nerve to go after the dude's girl. I mean, granted, he probably doesn't even realize. Nah, but still, yeah. you know, he's going diehard for Felicity and obviously tricking her to get information. But one of the things that the writers had mentioned about having a lot of fun writing for this character, because you finally have somebody on the same caliber and the same speed as Felicity outside of... Um, 
Grant, mm-hmm. uh, yes. Barry Allen, excuse yeah. me. And yes. they have the techie computer talk and this, that, and whatever. So they align in that sense. And I don't know if maybe somewhere in his mind he thinks he's flirting. I'm not quite sure. But either way, cool. But at the same time, go away, is my opinion. Well, he seems like the kind of guy who makes a pass at every pretty girl who comes his way. Quite and possible. doesn't quite comprehend how to take no for an answer. I could see that. I could yeah, definitely so see I'm that. I'm not fond of him. No, no. I'm not either. He's good, not my good favorite. Good-looking people... Good-looking people tend to have that about them, right? That it's just, where it's just like, like that they'd be more shocked if someone wasn't interested. Like, wait, what? Hey, Stephen Amell's quite good-looking, oh, and yeah. he doesn't carry that persona. I'm sad that we didn't have any salmon ladders this episode. I was kind of hoping you know, for some salmon ladders. Know, I mean, I need to see what he's been doing on this break. How have you been staying in shape? We need to see that salmon ladders. Yeah, definitely. Actually, you know what? Next episode, I'm going to show some video, some parkour stuff, because he really does for real train super hard. And, oh, yeah. You know, speaking of parkour, I'm really loving what Roy is doing. Yes. You know, they showed a little bit mm-hmm. of that when his character in general was introduced back when he was a little hoodlum. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's him specifically doing his own stunts, because obviously now he's got the hood on. I wouldn't be surprised, though, because mm-hmm. Stephen Amell has obviously dived into this character. Originally, he had a stunt double. Still does, but now doing more of his stunts. And to me, that's really cool when an actor fully takes on the responsibility and embraces everything that that character is. Oh, yeah. Oh. You know? The whole point of me saying that is I really liked all the stuff that Roy was doing when he was fighting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was a little gymnast up there. Yeah. It was really impressive yeah. watching him go. Yeah. He's, he's definitely somebody I'm looking forward to see the development in his character, and I know they're really trying to theme it out as far as him really becoming a part of the team, so that'll be interesting, especially when Thea does come back. Yes. yes. You know, and um, not to do too many spoilers, but I know there was a mention of her having a different new love interest, so I'm Ooh. like, what? Huh. No! Because we know that she's off training with uh, Daddy. Daddy Dearest up in <laughs> there. Yeah. And Barrowman could not be more excited <laughs> for this. Yeah. yeah, there's some really cool, I'll show you again next episode, some really cool Instagram pictures of the two of them playing around and it's so fun I love him so much because his character has this certain very not grim but very serious threatening demeanor and then you see John Barrowman when he's doing <laughs> interviews and he's just like hey <laughs> he like, does a comic card panel that's yes. all on his own Hilarious. and he's hilarious he's just out. Yes. He's great. I love him. One of my favorites. Um, I want to wrap up. I know I'm jumping all over the place, but I do want to wrap up the whole Elicity conversation yes. and just talk about the final moment. Well, okay. Rewind. Did anybody else notice that she got hit by some sort of debris during the bomb? Her head was bleeding. She had blood all over her. And the next day, she just looked perfect. Cover girl, perfect. It's Good. You go ahead. Good makeup, I guess. Is still. I think she'd have some really tech concealer, maybe. Would that I do don't it? know, Prosthetic? but I just thought it was really strange. She should have had a cut or something, unless it was somebody else's blood all over her. Ew. Well, really <laughs> shallow head wounds tend to bleed a lot because you have a lot going on yeah. up there. It's possible that the cut was deeper in her hairline and stitches, pull your hair back to cover it, can't see it. I mean, that's possible, too. But I still would have liked a little, at least a little butterfly bandage or something to yeah. show that you've been through something. Yeah, but if it's under her ponytail, you're not going to see it. True. I digress. Yeah, you know. Anyhow, going back, <laughs> though, um, the point of me saying all this was the big moment where he finally told her he loved her. Don't tell me not to tell you that I don't love you. I just made that really complicated. But when he kissed her, I was just like, oh, like the chemistry between the two characters, I love so much. What do you guys think about the two teaming up and then now the forced separation? Um, I it He's definitely speechless. 
it definitely gives us a place to go. Because if he, what I didn't want to see was him just. Oh, that's my girlfriend now. It's too and, easy. Yeah, that, that's my. She's my. She's my uh, booth operator, if you will, or my person on the ground, my operator. Yeah, and she's my girlfriend. We do. We like. We're we cool. have these. We're like, a team. We have this like flirty banter over the radio. Right. And then Diggle cuts in, and be like, "Hey guys, like that would just be too easy." Yeah. And like, what do you think? I ship it like FedEx at Christmas. Okay. But Oliver is not in a place where he can handle it right now. Again, he has not learned how to balance anything. And I do like that it was Felicity that said, you cannot give me maybes. You cannot keep that. stringing yeah. me along. Yes. I love yes. that it was her choice. Yes. And that she refused to be strung along by this guy who does not have his stuff together. Yeah. Yeah. It hurts. Oh, but absolutely. good for her for not being a prize to be won. Absolutely. Yes. Huzzah. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so glad you brought that up because that was an amazing moment. Yes. Very much so. And and being so strong because for so long she was the one who was swooning and pining over him. And usually when you're in that situation, it is so hard to stand up for yourself and say no. Well, she had you know? a massive crush on him, but she never yeah. lost her sense of self. Well, no. Mm. No, not at all. But still, I just feel like... That is a hard position to be in because you finally got or you thought you got what you wanted and now you have to walk away from it. Better writing for women than every DC movie out there. I can concur with that. Um, But I do think, though, too, Felicity could bring balance in his life as well, too. And I think that he just needs to give it a shot. Yeah, your life is not together, but you're not even giving it a shot to try. I think he needs to get his life together because it is not her responsibility to be his therapist, babysitter, etc. He's not the bad boy that she needs to fix. This is not that kind of relationship. He needs to get his noise together and then come back and then maybe we'll be good. So let but me not ask you until this though. He figures it out. Define getting his life together. Figuring out that he doesn't have to be all one or all the other, not being so gun-shy every time something doesn't go perfectly. Again, he has no sense of balance between a personal life and a regular life because ever since he was shipwrecked, it has always been one or the other. And Oliver Queen's just been the cover for the arrow, which is how he sees it. He needs to understand that the Oliver Queen side of him is every bit as important as the arrow side of him. And until he does, he's not going to be ready for a relationship and he will pretty much tear apart anyone that he falls into bed with. Right. So. Literally. Yeah. He needs to figure his noise out before he can come back to her because it's not her responsibility to do it for him. Yeah. I have opinions. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's fantastic. (laughs) And a couple people in the chat are saying they really like Barry Allen with Felicity instead. No! Denied! What? What? Boo on that! that. Come on! I don't mind that, but he's in his own show. Thank you. If she hooks up with Ray, I'ma flip some tables. That seems like another possibility. It could be. Tables. Flip. (laughs) Goodbye. She will go to Target and buy a table. I will will bring in a tiny table (laughs) here and just flip it on the Afterbus set. Just little table. But going back onto what you were saying, though, uh, Oliver gave a really good speech, and he explained himself a little bit more, which is stuff we know, but for him to say it out loud, it's almost like he's saying it to admit it not only to himself, but to reveal himself to Felicity when they were at dinner. And he had said, you know, being on that island and being in Hong Kong, unfortunately, it conditioned him to not trust anybody and to see people as nothing but targets or threats. Mm. And for Felicity to be the first person he saw as just a human, a person. 
You know, so it's going right off of what you said as far as he's got so much to work out. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's just, uh, I mean, that doesn't happen overnight. I still want him to have love, but yeah, that doesn't, that definitely doesn't happen overnight. Your dark and tortured hero is not going to be good boyfriend material. They never, Full stop. They never are. Damn them. <laughs> I know from experience. No, huh? no, I, no. <laughs> I totally Are you a dark and tortured hero? <laughs> I, I am. Can you do the voice? I can do the voice. No, you can't. <laughs> can you do the voice? Oh, oh, are you talking about this voice? Oh, wow. Wow. Me, me as a dark, tortured superhero, I don't actually use this voice. You have failed this podcast. <laughs> so I did. anyway. <laughs> did not take me long um, to divert yeah. this place to bits. Yeah. Anyway. Going back to Detective Lance's on. heart problems. <laughs> Because he does have heart problems. Uh, they made that very, man. yeah, they made it very blatant with the whole pill popping. It's like they wanted to physically let you know, not just a O to my heart, let me put my hand on my chest, but actually he's taking medication for whatever is going on, which landed him in the hospital. Um, Massive internal bleeding and organ yeah. damage yeah. from last yeah. season. Yeah. I'm assuming but, they're pain pills, though. Most likely. Yeah. yeah, like. But, and I love the moment where he said, you know, all I know how to be is a cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it gives a lot of explanation because at this point, dude, you have a promotion, like kick back, chill. But it's like, that's his purpose in life. What does he do after that? So the theme of this season may well be figuring yourself out in this new role. How do you temper what your personal life should be with what your work life mm. is? Right. Parallelism. What? A lot of it. There's always that, though. Even when they were having the island, the island was always paralleling some oh, yeah. sort of something going on True. in the present time. But really random off the topic comment that I have to make when Detective Lance came out of his, you know, little uniform outfit and he was bald, I went, what happened? It's just a really shortcut. It's very utilitarian. I think everyone in in this show had a bit of a shortcut. I, you know, I'm not a fan of it. I think Queen had a shortcut. I think Diggle had a shortcut. I think everyone had shorter hair. Not a fan. I don't mind. From last season. I I know. It's like I said, totally irrelevant to the story, but it's just an observation, me as a female, that I made because, you know, I like him. He's great. Well, he was also in the hospital, and who knows if he had surgery. That's true. Hmm. That is very true. So he may have just said, I don't have time to deal with this. I don't want to deal with it. I thought it worked for him. Yeah. Not a fan. That's okay. Meh. Whatever. It goes back. Hair goes back. It does. Either way, I want to talk about the really, really big, holy crap ending that we dealt with. Yes. Because... You know, here comes, first of all, just Sarah popping up in general. It's like, oh, you're back already. Oh. I mean, I expected you back for season three, but not this soon. Hi, all my buddies. <laughs> hey, let me come save your butt again, because you know that's what I do. And she did. And it was great. And we had the sister reunion. And you know, huh, you know, heart, mm. we're happy and we're family. And don't tell dad I'm in town. Right. Do you not want him to know or do you not want him to know why? Exactly. Uh, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Yay. Odds are she was there to kill someone. And they got to her first. It may not have even been her target who got to her first. It may have been someone else. Right. That's what we were talking about, that it, she was shot by arrows. Correct. And you had mentioned the Dark Archer. But I feel if like we he... have Talia coming back, because Talia is uh... going to be mad as anything that her girlfriend is dead, and probably pulling in Ra's al Ghul, because we know yeah. from casting spoilers yeah. that he will be in this season. Right. She was killed by an archer, and the arrow was active that night. There is a huge target on Oliver's back for the League yeah. of Assassins to track down. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just... It really caught Although, me off guard. Oh, go ahead. everyone off guard. Although, within this specific time frame, he would be in Central City with Barry Allen. 
Right. Like the scene at the end of Flash would be happening oh. at the same time that Sarah got hit by the arrows. So that's his only alibi. His only Even alibi his is closest people all went home for the night. Yeah. Ah. And I think I think that has something to do with the the crossover episode that's also mm-hmm. no secret. Right, yeah. right. The crossover Flash Arrow episode that's no secret. I think that's another thing. And will be yeah. titled The Brave and the Bold. Mm. Yeah. I believe that's coming up seven, episode I seven, so. eight-ish. Seven. I, I feel like it's episode eight Brave for both Bold series. episode eight. Okay. And then I yeah. believe it's Arrow versus Flash ah, gotcha. on the Flash TV series. Okay. Um, I will say this, though. As the arrows penetrated the canary's body, oh, one arrow hit. It's bad fan fiction time up in here. Well, and I was going to say, and one arrow hit, and I was like, okay, it's okay. She's going to be okay. Yeah. Then another one hit, and I'm like, oh, that's really going to hurt. And then the <laughs> third one hit, and I'm like, oh, my God. And then when she fell off the route, I was like, oh, oh she's done. I was and expecting just... her to land in the dumpster. Nope. The backbreaker on the edge of the dumpster Ooh. was like, you could not double tap harder if you tried. Three no. feet from Laurel. Exactly. <laughs> right in Bitter front of her. Really. Oh. Like, there, was, there was a moment where I was like, is she going to fall on Laurel? Are they just oh, going no. to kill <laughs> You know, Both that would have been no. two birds with one stone. Yeah. And yeah. See you guys. <laughs> uh, good night, folks. God. We'll be here all week. But how horrible. How horrible would this be? You just saw your sister. You just had this happy moment. You're feeling fuzzy. And then, boom, just right in front of you. Well, also for the audience, this this is the wind down from the episode. The new Vertigo guy is done. We've got this stuff figured out. Okay, whatever. Holy what? shit. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, they got to keep you coming back, apparently. That's one way they to do it. They could have kept me coming back anyway if they'd promised salmon ladders. Right? Eight to the men. They didn't they have to kill five. someone to get me to come I back. Know. Just, 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 just give me dudes. Oliver. Right. On the Oliver versus Oliver fight, I would have liked it if they were all Both, Both of them. That would have been great. Wispa says he saw a theory that it's Komodo. Huh. Yeah. Oh, the, I'm like, the, what? Yeah, no, we no, had they, my conversation they, they right shot now. Sarah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had heard reference of them casting somebody, and I unfortunately don't remember who it was that they cast for that. But either way, I know that we are starting to slowly wind down, and we're a little bit behind on shows this evening, so I'm yeah. going to wrap this poor portion of the show, and I'm going to go into our news and gossip. What? I'll make the music. What? News. <laughs> I don't News. know. So I have some pictures. Uh, I'm going to have them pulled up. I know. You're speechless, right? God, I'm a host and an MC. What? Not really. Yeah, speechless was not what I was going for. Nah. You know what? <laughs> She's fired. We don't want her for episode two. <laughs> all right. So well, that didn't last long. <laughs> you know, I wanted to do a rundown of all the new cast members. Again, I wasn't really anticipating even Vertigo, the new temporary count vertigo to be killed already and then he had made mention too that you know not necessarily you were killing me it's not over with but in that reference of it's just going to keep on going and you are the reason why you have basically telegraphed that to the audience there will always be another like great we're going to see more of this guy right right or this guy's whatever all right are we having technical difficulties back there can i get my picture please or is it up and i just can't see it Y'all like Sorry, my... you can't see it. Oh, 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 it's up though. Okay. Oh, oh it's up on on okay. screen. Is it? It'd be fantastic okay. if I could see what's going on, yeah, so you know. I know what I'm talking about. Bear with me. Okay, well, never then, fine. expect you to know. That what is you're a picture about. of the Count Vertigo that I can't see. Let's go into our next picture then, and this is a picture of Ray Palmer who is dressed as Superman. Boop-a-da-doo, because I just wanted to show the 
nah, I want to say versatility, but that's not even the word I'm looking for. I just wanted to show the irony. There you go, as former Superman now turning into the next evil villain. And then our next picture is should be of Ra's al Ghul. It's Matt Nabel. Hopefully it is a dual picture of half cartoon, half man. It is fantastic. Okay, I thought this was a very interesting casting just because... Obviously, well, with him returning, his daughters are going to come back, right? Yes. Nissa, nice I never say her name properly, so I apologize. I butcher it every time. She's clearly Asian. He clearly yeah. doesn't look very so much Asian. I thought that was an interesting cast. But, you know, mm. that's not me. I have something, you know, whatever. Hollywood anyway. has a bad habit of... Uh Whitewashing. <sighs> so my next picture is Supernatural alum Amy Guminick. If I said that improperly, I am so sorry, but she has been cast as Carrie Cutter, a.k.a. Cupid. And if you don't know who her character is, she is extremely obsessed with Oliver, but to the point where it's a little unhealthy. Now, a little obsession I can see. Unhealthy obsession has Not never okay. happened in Not this okay. show. Not okay. Never. Okay, so anyways, going to our next picture is Nick Tarabe, who was in Spartacus. He's not the first Spartacus alum. We also know that Manu Bennett and also, I believe, Katrina Law is also from Spartacus as well. But he's going to appear in the crossover episodes. Leading up to the crossover episodes, he's going to be Boomerang, which is going to go into Flash. So we'll Ooh. see him seven and eight, I believe. And then my next picture, okay, so I, this is Devin Akoy, and I could be saying her name wrong, and when I saw her name on this casting, I went, holy cow, it's the girl from Fast and the Furious, and she also is a model, she used to be the face of Lancome forever and ever, and Chanel and Versace and everything else, she started, she's like 16, this girl is so unbelievably beautiful, and when I saw her on tonight's show, I was like, whoa, they really plain jane her out, because mm-hmm. she is, she's so pretty, um, and fun fact is her brother is the famous DJ Steve Akoy, who's like really, really popular if you guys are into DJs. And then our next picture, you'll see a very cute Japanese couple. Those are her parents. Her father is the founder of Benihana's restaurant. Oh, yeah. Wow. So she comes from a long line of very successful people in her family. Just a yeah. fun fact. All right. Just like Wolf of Wall Street. No. Yeah. No. Um, going into our next picture, it's Mama Smoke. If I gave you guys that one, it's a picture of Felicity and Charlotte Ross. Charlotte Ross was actually in Hit the Floor, another show that I had covered earlier this year who got killed off, and now I know why. Mm. But it's remarkable because the two women look so much alike, and it's cool to know that her mom is going to be coming on the show because that just means... Felicity we- backstory. Finally. Confirmed. Yep. Finally. Well, that's confirmed... He's the title it. of season three, episode five, is the secret origin of Felicity. Smith. Yes, that's yeah. the title of. You just gave me goosebumps. Five. I don't even know why. I think because I just want to know so much about I, her. Yeah, I, I tend to do that. <laughs> you tend to do that. Hey, okay. So next picture is a picture. It should be of a T-shirt with Stephen Amell on it and a posty note on his forehead saying fluff cancer because you know his mom had cancer mm-hmm. he's got a big charity going and you can actually go online right now and you could purchase this shirt. It goes. 100% of the proceeds go towards his charity, F Cancer, which is super cool. Because, again, 100% of the proceeds, that means he pays for all the production, sh- like everything of this shirt. So go online, support his campaign, F Cancer. I just don't want to say the whole word. Okay, next picture, please, is going to be... Oh, so Stephen Mel's wife just celebrated her 29th birthday. And I just thought that was a cute picture. So, I, you know, I wanted to... adorable. Him and the baby... Okay, next picture, please. So there is going to be a Lego game, you know, video game coming out. And fun fact is Stephen Amell actually did the VO for that. 
I oh, can't say awesome. I'm surprised. He's pretty protective of the role now. Is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good to know. He had I, I have this quote written down somewhere, but not on me. At his Emerald City Comic Con panel, someone asked if he was going to be in any DC movie that might have Green Arrow. And he said he was so protective of the role that he wanted to break his face through the table at the thought of anyone else playing it. Wow. wow. <laughs> right, Good Jinx. for him. Yeah. Dude's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to hold on last picture till after we do uh, predictions. So now that we've gotten some news and gossip, let's get into our predictions. Yes. Cool fancy music. Do-do-do-do-do. And now. Do we get the light show? Yes. <laughs> Like in the club? No, not really. Okay. I guess not. All right, no likes. That's cool. We're magical. Delighted. So I'm going to start at the end of the table with the gentleman. Please give me your predictions of what you think will unfold. Well, I think obviously episode eight, there's going to be a battle between Flash and Arrow. Because episode eight of Flash is called Flash versus Arrow. I think it has something to do with obviously Boomerang. And more specifically, that Flash is the only person that can place Arrow not on that roof to hit Sarah. I also think we're going to get the secret origin of Felicity Smoke, but we all know that. Um, I'm trying to think of a decent origin for her. That like how how would she? You know what I wanted to predict once upon a time, and it totally my prediction got killed, but. I could swear that Slade had some random daughter or something that we didn't know about, and I would have loved for it to ironically been Felicity, just because. That would be in the comics. He does have two sons, but that's the comics. So <laughs> that's else different. A daughter. That would to be an me. interesting take if she was like a long lost daughter. They, but they don't talk very much about like who her parents were. Right. Like we we know she went to went to college, but we don't know. You know, you made a really excellent comment when we were watching the show about the very end where we see Oliver walk into the room and Diggle's looking at his baby and talking about it and how it changes everything and he made the right mm-hmm. decision. And what did you say? I'm going to let you say your piece. What, what, I said it. It was the most amazing thing ever. Yeah, I, I said it. No, you, I'm so you sorry. Should, I'm so sorry. You go, you go. This is going to parallel with this yes. with the kid that Oliver doesn't know he has. Thank you. Oh, yeah. That's Thank gonna you. come back and bite someone. Yeah. And I think I was wrong about the comics. I think it is a son and a daughter, Jericho and Tara. Uh, I don't think we'll get either of them because different adaptation, right. but nonetheless, I think Be there was a daughter in the comics. Anyway, I pretty much already laid out my predictions with he's been framed, they're going to think it's him, the League of Assassins is going to come down on him. It's it's going to be pretty rough. Yeah. And that he's going to have issues with Diggle no longer in the field. So that's the extent of my predictions. My, so my only prediction is this. At the very end, we have that small, teeny, tiny cameo of Grant Gustin, because of course they're trying to keep the crossover going, and he says, hey, I need your advice, I'm awake. So I feel like that lays out a future of him maybe talking him through something, or... They had that scene in The Flash, actually. Oh, see, I didn't watch <laughs> The Flash, yeah, so I apologize, he... but that's weird to have that scene in The Flash, and then have Arrow air the day after The Flash, and have him call him. That's not chronologically making sense and, to me. Well, I think they're going to do that a lot every week. I, yes. Well, it, that... seems, it seems to me that everything that happens in Starling City every week is going to be of the same Simultaneous. General, like the same general timeline as the Flash. Central yeah. City the, the, the day before. So, mm. so within it's... the same week. 
Very interesting. So it's setting up that the date, et cetera, all of this went down in the same span of the week that Barry was waking up and discovering his powers and taking down the weather guy. So we do have a scene in The Flash where he talks with Oliver and says, I don't know what to do. I don't think I'm cut out to be a hero. What do I do? How do I be like you? And Oliver tells him, no, be better. Mm -hmm. Be better than me. Which shows how much he grew from even the second he left. Wow. And it also ties into what we saw in Arrow tonight. Right. That he knows he has problems. Yeah. So he wants Barry. Barry has a different start. Barry has a different origin. Be better than I am. Don't be this vigilante. I terrify people. You can inspire them. Mm -hmm. Right. And then he threw his words back at him and told him to wear a mask. (laughs) Awesome. So it was a great little scene. Very awesome. Okay. Well, I think that wraps tonight's show. I just want to give a few shout outs really quick because... You know, before I even give the shout-outs, I'm going to start with you guys. Give your Twitter handle for me really quick before I go on a rant. I am at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I host Gotham on Monday nights. I host Modern Family on Wednesday nights. And I do wrestling from time to time. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I am also on Attack on Titan, Sword Art Online, and Z Nation Sunday, Doctor Who Classic before this on Wednesdays, and Ruby every other Thursday. I need a notepad for all that. <laughs> uh, my name is Allie Conan Bradford. You can find me at Kiss My Passport. I'm going to have our engineer pull up one last picture just because I want to give a shout out. I'm actually working on a personal project and I want to share with you guys who talk to me on Twitter. You've seen my Twitter shout outs. I'm doing my own web series. It's called Global Dance Domination. So if you're into travel and to dance, check it out. You can Google it. Global Dance Domination. The picture is up right now. You can see me and Jason Carter, who's another AfterBuzz TV host. We're hosting it together. So again, please go online, check out the trailer, support, share, and contribute, and I will love you forever. Tweet me. Until next week, good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.